Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the help desk for Friday, the 27th of November. My name is Peter Wells and joining me today is a very special guest, a dear friend of mine. Anthony Ages. How are you, Anthony? I'm good, Pete. Very good. Um, it's nice to be on the podcast again. Been done this in a while. Yeah, God, it's been years. It's been years since we've uh, chatted together over a microphone. All right, so we've got a bunch of stories to get to, and then at the end of the of the day, because it is Black Friday, and because you are the best bargain hunter I know out there, um, we're going to talk about some of the deals that you've found. But let's get straight to the news. And Netflix is facing local content quotas under a proposed Australian TV reform. Netflix and other global streaming services could be forced to spend millions of dollars on Australian programs and films under major changes to media laws proposed by the federal government. So Federal Communications and Arts Minister Paul Fletcher will launch a Green Paper today. The Green Paper is expected to talk about the economic impact of COVID-19 on the film and TV industry and to force... Netflix and Stan and all the others to to start actually uh, paying for local content. What do you think about that, Ant? I, I, it's, it's, it's very good. I like Australian TV shows and movies. I want to watch more of them. Um, mm. there's, a lot, there's a lot of talent here that doesn't get uh, recognised as much as, as it should. I think the Auntie Donna, the recent Netflix show, is a good example of that. Uh, they've been around in, in Australia for many years. That didn't get much success on you know the ABC or on freeware TV, but on Netflix, it's been very, very popular. The the Americans love that weird stuff. And now if there was a way that Netflix was forced to spend money here in Australia, so it's like, look, you have to make at least 10 shows or, or, mm. or, or, or something here, then just by nature of it, there'll be something that they, that may get overlooked normally because it might not be a commercial success on paper, but then they... They do it anyway because they, they they have to, and something great comes out of it. I think that's mm. how art art really is really you have to take a chance on that kind of stuff. Whereas with with a business, it's it's tough to justify that. So I hope this kind of drives more of that art and creativity that Australia has, and makes it more relevant to an audience who really aren't watching freeware TV or aren't you know, they're not watching that stuff there. So Netflix is where they do it. Yeah, absolutely. I was on a US uh, podcast earlier in the week and uh, the first thing uh, I was asked when I joined it was, have you been watching Auntie Donna? Everyone, all the Americans there had fallen in love with the show. And yeah, I'd never actually really heard of Auntie Donna before then, before the Netflix show. And now I've deep dived into their entire back catalogue on YouTube and I I love every moment of it. So yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right that you're, you're one of those guys that will find some amazing... TV show or movie from Australia, like on YouTube, so that someone has randomly uploaded, and and they're always incredible to find. And I, I would love to see a lot more content coming out of this country, and also uh, to see Australian stories being told with a Netflix budget would be pretty amazing as well. Yeah. So anyway, as, um, as long as they're not set in like some huge desert with like a country house and some woman in a fancy dress who looks sad <laughs> wanting her children to come back from from the uh, war 
those stories mm. are done, they're told. Let's try something yeah. else. More modern Australian stories would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tell, tell some more stories in like Housing Commission that, yeah. that are actually made by people from Housing Commission suburbs, not from uh, private school boys. Anyway, uh, the 2007 inquiry into uh, streaming recommended that streaming services invest 10% of their revenues in Australia. That has not actually happened yet. And as a comparison, free-to-air networks currently have to spend 55% of their hours on locally made content. So it's about bloody time. Pay your rent then, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, the state government in Victoria is expected to launch a QR code app next week to help people check in at businesses and venues around the state. The app is being built by Services Victoria with the help of a startup called Two Bulls. An anonymous source said there's a huge advantage for the government because it means that the data is fed directly into the Department of Health and Human Services. And that also means that the venues don't get to get your details as you walk in. It goes straight to the DHHS and that means you're not going to end up on marketing roles just because you've, you've checked in somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I swear I've had spam deliberately because of... Uh, SMS spam because of where I've had to leave my phone number as part mm. of you know go leave, leave details when when you go go out to eat somewhere. Yeah, it's it's a big issue. Like I I, I would rather no, nobody had this information about me, but if someone mm. has to have it, I'd rather it be the government collecting it in a centralized spot where I only have to have one app or one site or mm. one account rather than seven different ones for whatever platform whatever restaurant or shop decides to use. So I think this is the, the way to go. Um, I think this is what they're doing in New South Wales as well. Like they've had an official services New South Wales app for a, f- a few months now. And mm, it's been, hand, yeah. yeah, so it's been great for them. Just uh, most people in New South Wales can just get that one app and you can check in pretty much anywhere you need to check in. Yeah, and I, I was speaking to a friend in New South Wales and um, when, when it first launched, there were a whole bunch of other competing uh, QR codes that, that people have had come up with and most of those have fallen away since then because everyone just goes, well, why don't yeah. you have the official one? Just use the bloody official one. So, yeah, yeah I, I think that's it, it's good to see that there is an official one coming out and the government has been trialling it in Officeworks uh, and it has apparently been using... It's been very successful there. So, yeah, good on, good on the uh, Victorian government for finally getting on board. And the next story is Foxconn is to shift some of its Apple production to Vietnam uh, in a hope of minimising its China exposure. So Apple is moving production as as a way to minimise the impact of the China-US trade war that's currently continuing to go on, even though uh, Trump is leaving the White House soon. This move has been expected for some time now, not just because of the the China-US trade war, but also I, I think a lot of major US fir- firms saw just how exposed they were when, say, COVID-19 started and, and they realised that we're, we need to diversify where our stuff is coming from in case one region needs to lock down. We need to be able to continue making products. So uh, this is... Uh, it's still Foxconn, the company behind this new plant but the, that is opening in Vietnam. And Foxconn are also spending a billion bucks at in their India plant uh, to ramp up production of iPhones there as well. So they're, they're definitely diversifying uh, across the board there. Yeah, it, it makes sense for a lot of countries, that not, I think not just uh, the USA, but I think other countries may enforce tariffs or other fees and embargoes on Chinese products. So having it in Vietnam as a backup is a good idea. Because, I mean, 
particularly what's happening in, in the South China Sea, that's upsetting mm. a lot of people. <laughs> and it wouldn't surprise me if one day a country goes, hey, we're just not going to have any Chinese products anymore, or there's like a 30% tariff on them. Because that's what happens in, in India for their for Chinese-made electronics. They have a massive tariff on there mm. to try and encourage people to make things in in India. So having another route is a good idea. And also China's actually getting quite expensive to make stuff in. Mm. As the Chinese workers have realized, hey, look, this this sucks. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be working in a, in a sweatshop anymore. We know the iPhone's making trillions of dollars for this company. Give us a, a, a bit more of that pie. Foscon just goes, I know, we'll just make it in Vietnam instead and do our mm. stuff there. So, yeah, it's kind of the natural progression of what was once a cheap labor country is now a medium labor country. And mm. so you move on to the next place. Yeah, and it's also, um, uh, you know, there, there has been a lot of murmur about China's approach to copyright laws and, and yeah. uh, that that seems to be another reason why some companies are looking to off, offshore their productions uh, to, to other places where they might not have the same reason to outright copy technology and then just release it under uh, local brands. Yep, yep. Uh, Microsoft is being criticised quite a bit for rolling out a new feature to track users' productivity in its Office 365 apps. Uh, the reports that Microsoft are generating, and these have been around for a while, so I'm surprised it's only just making news, but um, the reports show how often employees are using Office products like Outlook, Word and Excel, and also how long they've been in meetings based on their calendar. I saw a glimpse of this at my old workplace and I found it really quite disturbing to see... Like every week I would get an email telling me how productive I had been. Yeah. And, uh, that sounds the... uh, bad for everyone, really. Like, how's that going to encourage... It's, it's, it's like the beatings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> like, all right, w- work harder. I am working as hard as I can. No, no, it's not enough. Keep on working. It just seems yeah. a bad idea for everyone involved. Yeah, really. Uh, it was so disgusting. And, and I saw, uh, you know, one of the meetings that we had, my boss at the time proudly showed like how, this is how much data you can get. He proudly showed that he responded to his boss's emails within three minutes of getting them. And I <laughs> well, just thought, well, like, well, I can do it in two minutes and 57 seconds. So obviously I'm going <laughs> employee, give me a pay rise. Well, I just thought, like, this this man was not a smart man. And I just thought, like, why are you proud of that? Like, clearly you're just responding without any, you know, I, I, I guarantee you couldn't have come up with something interesting or intelligent to say in three minutes. So you're just responding just to show that you're always at your desk, you know? Yeah. Good for and, you. Like, and, and that's part of the problem with these kind of stats things. They, you can hide and you can create and you can manufacture whatever you want out of these stats when really the reality is the practical work's not being done or the mm. the output is just not of a good quality when you start to focus on these meaningless kpis you start aiming for those kpis rather than the whole point which is the output of your work so absolutely yeah it's, absolutely I, I hate everything about this <laughs> I really do too. <laughs> um, and DHH, uh, the founder of Basecamp, I won't say his real name because I'll just uh, butcher it, uh, but he's always great for a quote. And his quote on this one is, the word dystopian is not nearly strong enough to describe the fresh hellhole that Microsoft has just opened up. I, I completely agree with you, DHH. And if you want to follow someone on Twitter who is nothing but acerbic, uh, then he's a good follow. Anyway, um, Ant, it's Black Friday. 
whatever that means in this country. It doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> yeah, but a bit of a bad one. Yeah, yeah, we do get the bargains anyway. And you are the best person to talk to about bargains. So what have you found on the internets? The, the freshest stuff, what, what I found in this Black Friday season, because it, it, it usually now it extends for like an, an entire week. The, mm. the really good stuff, like the $200 the uh, AirPods, they go on sale for like one hour and they're gone right away. So if, if you're really keen for those like mega bargains, you have to be on Oz Bargain right there on the minute to find out because they're gone in like 15 seconds. So that, that's mm. so, so the stuff that I'm mentioning here are more kind of evergreen deals that like they're still very, 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 very cheap, but they're not those like, holy crap, they're not as cheap <laughs> as they should be. This stuff's still good. So the best bargain that I've seen over the past few days is you can get Coles is selling 15% off JB Hi-Fi gift cards. And that's a pretty good deal because not only is stuff at JB already on sale because they're having those sales too, you get a further 15% off. So if you go to Coles and buy the these gift cards called Kids, Teen, Him, Her, they're gift cards for like presents and they can be used at JB Hi-Fi and those are 15% off. So mm. that's, a, that's a very good So deal. you're doubling up the bargain is what exactly. you're saying. Combo bargains, that's the way to go. That, that's, that, <laughs> that's, that, that's how you maximize the value. Yeah, and I, I see you've got here 15% off Nintendo eShop, and the eShop is having a pretty great sale as well. So if you've Correct. got a Switch, head on down to Coles, I think it is, yep, um, yep. and pick up the eShop vouchers and then use them to buy the you know 50% off games that are on, on the Switch at the moment. I, I was kind of disappointed with the, the list of Switch titles, but that's because mm. I own a lot of stuff anyway. So, But if, you, if you've only got a couple of games, um, then yeah, check it out. There's uh, I'll throw in a link to Vux, who has a full breakdown yeah. of all of the Nintendo bargains. And if you don't have a Switch, the Switch is currently the cheapest I've, I've ever seen it for quite a long mm. time. $399 at JP Hi-Fi, and you get the console, you get Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is a, a fun game, and you get the uh, online subscription for three months, so Nintendo's online thing. And if you want a console for Christmas, I think this is the only one you, you're, you're going to get because the Xbox and the PS5 are just, they're like gone. Like you just can't get one. Mm. So good time to buy a Switch if, if you haven't got one at JP Hi-Fi. If you yeah, need a new monitor, yeah, if, if you need a, a, a new monitor, a bank. There's a bank like PD two seven zero zero Q monitor, but it's, it's a twenty seven inch fourteen forty p monitor. But the good thing about this one is it's got excellent color gamut, so it's a hundred percent sRGB, which means it'll look like the colors will look very very nice. Um, yeah. And it's also hundred percent Rec seven oh nine. So that's like if you're doing more color precise work, this is great. And it's only four hundred nineteen dollars at Amazon, and that's. Delivered normally it's about five fifty five hundred. That's that's a really good price for a very nice quality monitor. It'd be better quality than your typical Dell low end or a, like mm. a Philips monitor. So that's quite quite nice. I've um, always read that as uh, their name is Ben Q. Am I wrong? Really, I have no idea. Ooh. I've I've never heard anyone pronounce the word Ben or <laughs> Ben Q. I've just read it all the time. So who knows? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, uh, the tile mate. So the little tile tracker things. If you lose things often, you can stick this little tag on your stuff and it uses a Bluetooth tracker in your house or even out, out and about to find where you left that thing like keys or maybe your iPad or whatever. I, I don't know. But if you lose stuff, these are normally about 40 bucks each. They're now $20 each at JB Hi-Fi. So that's quite and a good deal. 
Yeah, and I, I use Tile all the time. Um, I lose my keys all the damn time. And if you've got a friend or partner in your life who loses their stuff, um, that, that is really good stocking stuff. I, I would recommend highly uh, the Tile Mate. Uh, BW has 15% off iTunes gift cards, and which is they're offered on sale, but 15% off is quite large. And now that Apple's giving discounts on the uh, now the commission on the app stores now 15% instead of 30% for many developers, I think we, we won't see a 15% off again anytime soon. So this could be your last chance to stock up on those fat discounted uh, iTunes gift cards. Uh, we've also got dash cams in the show notes if you want to check those out. Uh, do yeah. you? I don't know anything about this brand. Um, are, are they yeah. reputable? Yeah, I mean, if you go, there's a forum called Dash Cam Talk, and they love these ones. Um, it's of a massive course forum. You're out there. Of it's a massive you're forum. It's a massive forum. There's like a hundred thousand people on it, and they review <laughs> dash cams. They they compare them. Very interesting. Um, but once you buy a dash cam, you suddenly stop caring because you've already got one. These are great quality dash cams, very cheap. VFA brand have been great. If you want uh, Sonos gear, tons of it's on sale pretty much uh, everywhere. So I prefer to buy it from Video Pro. They're the same price as Amazon. Both have free delivery, but Video Pro is an Australian company and money will stay here as Amazon is Amazon. So mm, if it's the mm. same price, I prefer to buy from a local store rather than um, the big Jeff Bezos party. So Sonos gear, everything, like the one speakers, the subs, the sound bars, everything's quite cheap at the moment. Same with the Echo Dots and the Shows and the Kindles, anything like any Amazon hardware is all on sale. And interestingly, it can be a bit cheaper at the good guy's eBay store than on Amazon itself because wow. because the good guys sell most of the Amazon stuff, but because there's a sale on eBay for the good guys store, you actually get like an extra like 5% off. So it's a little bit cheaper sometimes to go through the good guys if they have what you want in stock. Whereas Amazon has obviously everything in stock, but mm. if, if, if they're both in stock, it's probably going to be cheaper at the good guys eBay store. So that's kind of something to keep in mind, but they're all on sale. If you want a little speaker to listen to you all day and, and all night and sell your data <laughs> to whoever, this is the place, <laughs> this, this is the time to buy it. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm more of, I, I let my, uh, the, the world's largest search engine listen to everything yeah. I say in my house rather than the world's largest shop. Yep, yep. Both, both do, both are good. Both are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, Anthony Ages, for joining us uh, for today. This has been really fun, mate. You're welcome, Pete. And uh, you're also filling in on Monday, so uh, more Ant in your feed uh, come Monday. And if you haven't subscribed to The Sizzle, uh, please do. It's the sizzle.com.au. It's a fantastic daily newsletter for tech. And so, you, you know, if you, if you just can't get enough listening to me, then you yep. can uh, read uh, Anthony's amazing takes on, uh, on technology as well. Yeah, we tend to just... cover different stuff, even though that, you know, we, we're both looking at the same feeds and the same RSSs and all that kind of yeah. stuff. There's a little bit of crossover, but like maybe eighty percent different, which is surprising. Ooh. But if if you if you if you want excellent bargains like tech bargains, subscribe now to the free trial because today and Monday will be just packed full of them. Like that's pretty much just right now in Ozbargain my, my feed in the last twenty hours. There's been six hundred new items, so I have to read every single one of those <laughs> just to find the good stuff. So you should subscribe now. Now's the best time. Yeah, thank you for reading those, so I don't have to. All right, love this you, mate. I will speak to you on Monday. Yep, this is all.com.au. See you, mate. See you, 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.